Glitch, Please, the show where we talk about video games and all things we love and hate about them every single week. I'm Ashley. I'm Chad. I'm John. And I am Nick. That's the camera. Yeah, it is. You found it. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, the lot's been happening this week. I feel like the pre-E3 lull is coming. Yep. There's always, right before E3, everyone stops talking because they want to save their big announcements. This has been a weird year because, for whatever reason, everyone is making a ton of announcements immediately before E3. Uh, we've got, we had the Call of Duty reveal. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, we had the Battlefield 5 <laughs> reveal. Nintendo is expected to be announcing some stuff before E3 as well. So, Walmart announced John, everything. I can't, I'm sorry, I can't nope. look at you. It might be part of the reason, honestly. <laughs> can you explain that? It's pretty epic. I can't, I'm trying real hard to be professional, but can you explain what's on your face? Why do I have to explain what's on my face? It's just facial hair. It looks like a caterpillar. <laughs> it's, it's, it it's just it's just my face. It's my it's I'm I'm whenever I fly on an airplane, I like to have a mustache when I'm flying on an airplane. So <laughs> is that so that they airplane mustache? Is, that so they, is it so It's they my move safety you? stash, okay? <laughs> is it so they move you really far away from any screaming kids? <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> That was a really bad blink. That was like a like a, a twitch blink. Um, I don't mind kids on a plane. I've had my own kids, so I like I I weep for people who have to have their kids on a plane. You know, I I have been on planes next to kids and thought, oh my god, this is going to be a nightmare. And mm -hmm. then those kids are just asleep the whole time. It's also, like a dream. And just, I'm like, maybe this can happen. There's this really cool technology thaw, called noise canceling headphones. Yeah. You can just like turn those suckers on, pump up some like. There's uh, only so much they can cancel. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, yeah, let's pump up the Blink 182. As job. a parent, it is your job to make sure your kid is not like ruining everyone else's time. And now you're crying, whatever. Sometimes you can't really stop that. But the one, the thing that I can't stand is when there's a kid just like kicking the shit out of mm -hmm. someone's seat, and the yeah. parents just sitting there, dead eyes, and you're just like, no, that is, you need to step in. Welcome to the R2 podcast where we talk about our travel problems. <laughs> yeah, we're turning. You glitch, brought up the travel stash. Yeah, that's did. what we're talking about. I did. It's gonna, a sorry. I I just. Out the side of my eye. Anyway, we have a lot of things that are actually related to video games to talk about. Um, That's not? The, well, I guess maybe it is. Is it? Can you have a mustache in Battlefield 5? Probably. Probably. You can have a uh, you can have boobs, and that's got a lot of people upset. Um, <laughs> boobs, boobs should never make anybody upset. Uh, that's the opposite of what they should do. <laughs> sure. uh, Sony says that PlayStation 4 is entering the end of its life cycle, which is... Interesting news also doesn't mean that it's going away anytime soon, so don't panic. Uh, there is more evidence that we may be getting Nintendo 64 Classic Edition, also known as a Nintendo 64 Mini. That'd be awesome. Maybe to be unveiled at E3. Can't wait to also not buy that. What? <laughs> what? I don't have any other minis. Because like, you couldn't get them or because you didn't care? Because I'm waiting for the Switch's equivalent to Virtual Console. <laughs> They're not going to do that, that right. because everyone else, Equivalent. everyone else is buying these things. So they're like, why would we do what you want when everyone else is buying what we're making? Here's so, 20 yeah, but, NES games. But, yeah. right, or but portable, though. Cool. Yes, it's a good idea. It's not going to happen. I want it. Cool. I'm crossing <laughs> my fingers. I'm not giving up hope. I still have. That's, the reason I didn't buy them initially is because like, I still have my NES, my SNES 64. Like I have a ton of my old consoles. Here's. But, I can't be bothered trying to get all the adapters to hook all that old stuff up to a modern TV. So that's why oh, yeah, yeah. I, I lack the, the HDMI. Yeah, for that. Yeah. And also, these just look really good. They're made for proper yeah. HD screens. Mm -hmm. uh, they've got they're they've been updated. The controller cable on the NES one does leave something to be it's desired. Super short, right? But uh, yeah, Did they the fix that in SNES the one's Nintendo? better. Yeah. Really? 
Here's why I'm excited about if there is an N64 one coming out, and then, you know... Pilot Wings? Se sequentially, like a GameCube one. I don't want Goldeneye. One, I don't think they can get it's it It's going to be on there, whether you want I it. I don't think it's a great... No, I don't they think They actually probably can't with the licensing. Oh, uh, okay. It's been in licensing hell for uh, years. That's why they had the made crappy Wii Goldeneye. Yeah. yeah. They, yeah no, N64 is a console that I had, but I didn't play all what? the games. I didn't play all the games that were there because I couldn't afford to get all the games. Mm. I played a lot of them, okay. but I'm hoping that they might throw into the N64 one some games. Like, I played every SNES game that was on the virtual console, and mm. same with the NES one. Like, I played those a ton. So... N64 and then even GameCube, if they were going a step further, would be stepping into a world where, like, oh, I could actually, like, have a brand new experience with these things and, and enjoy it. Oh, okay, cool. For a second, I thought you were going to say, like, I didn't really play the Nintendo 64. And I was like, oh, oh no. There's so many great games. Played a uh -huh. ton of it. There's Just a lot like, of great games. That was, like, starting the era of, like, I couldn't, I mean, even when I was younger, still couldn't afford, like, the, the games for SNES, but somehow I managed to, like, borrow or, or gather a bunch. But N64 was, like, you know, I played the main ones, but a bunch of just the random ones I just missed. Mm. Yeah. I'm curious. I, my my brother was ingenious. He set up a Nintendo 64 like lending library. Nice. <laughs> uh, just okay. like among a group of friends, and so we could borrow and trade. They became a currency. That's yeah. awesome. Oh yeah, we do that all the time in school. We'd always be trading stuff around. Yeah, those were the days. And then Blockbuster had to Blockbuster like oh, two day boy. video or something like oh, that. Oh Blockbuster. <laughs> For me, it was Hastings. Oh, okay. Uh, and and then Hastings. also Detroit. Yeah, Hastings Book Music Video. That sounds Come on. vaguely familiar. But it's like it sounds even more obscure to me than Hollywood Video. I mean, Hollywood Video, I know. I, yeah. yeah, Hollywood Video, yeah, is, was not big. That was a giant block with right. skylights. Anyway, uh, also <laughs> going to talk about Detroit Become Human because that is coming out. Uh, what? I got, what? I like that's the game I completely forgot. It's coming, coming out, out tomorrow. That soon? Tomorrow? Yeah. I thought this wasn't coming out for. Okay, that's the game that's perpetually just yeah, been like uh, nine months away or something like that. I never assumed yeah, games. By, were by ever the time this out. Yeah. actually this episode comes out, it'll be today. It's coming what? out May, May 25th, cool. Friday. It's out now. Okay. Um, and uh, I got an early copy from Sony, so I've been playing through a little bit of it. Uh, I haven't got uh, to play a ton of it because the um, you know only got a code like a day ago. Mm -hmm. So I've played what I can, and I have thoughts. But cool. first, before we get into all that, it's a just chock full lineup. What have you guys been playing? Just on your own time. Um, I've been playing some more of the same. Play new, play stuff. different, play more. I, I did. I did play some more though. I played. Uh, I got back a little bit into Killer Instinct, which is my favorite fighting game ever. It's not new. It's not, <laughs> it's not new, but it's great. It's not. It's, not, it's, not, it's different. It's yeah. Different. There we go. That's the one. Yep. Um, yeah. Got back into some of that. That man. That game is still fun. Yeah. The the 2013 one. I don't. Chad and I. I know we played a lot. I don't know if you guys ever. I played the fun. old one. You guys yeah. are our really fighting good. representatives. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 So I, I know it's not everybody here. So I, I won't. Delve too deep. I wish like I liked fighting, fighting games more. Yeah. I bought. You, uh, can, you can delve a little bit. There are people like fighting games. You can explain it to me because uh, I know the framing is a mm -hmm. thing, and I played a lot of Soul Calibur on PS2. Okay. Okay. Um, Soul Calibur 2. And I Smash. Mm -hmm. Casual. Smash is great. Yeah. Yeah, Casual Smash, and that's mm -hmm. about it. Casual Smash is a lot of fun. Um, Killer Instinct. Uh, to give like the quick pitch of this game, just because I'm such a fanboy of it, it's like uh, the best. It's like one of the best fighting games I've ever played. It's like super accessible. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but like has all the competitive depth you could ever want. Had a lot of fun playing that at Evo 2016. That's a great story. But uh, um, yeah, I've been playing some of that, going down some memory lane there. So what's the story? Uh, it's just, I was, if you don't know what Evo is, it's just, uh, <clears throat> it's like the Super the Bowl of fighting, fighting games. games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Evo 2016, they had it there. Uh, really all there is to the story is I, 
I, uh, I got out of pools, which was a great accomplishment. So it's like all these little smaller tournaments. If you win that tournament, then you, uh, you kind of uh, move on to the next bracket. So I actually got to do that in a game that I love. And uh, I won on stream, uh, which was a really great feeling. I had Chad and some other friends around me. Um, he, me. he went up against uh, one of the best Maya players in the world and did really well. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, then I got wrecked off stream by a guy playing TJ. Combo. Yeah, he did. He but be, the important thing ass. is that it was off stream. <laughs> yeah, nobody saw it, so it doesn't count. Um, <laughs> so I've just been playing some of that a little more lately. It's still a lot of fun. Five years later. Oh yeah, the game's incredible. Still, like to this day, like you can pick it up. It's on Steam now too, uh, as well as like mm -hmm. it's crossplay with Xbox and PC. So and it's, like, it's if free you're to play into on. fighting games, and you never played this game. It's really one of the mm -hmm. best fighting games ever made. It's really, really good. Yeah, and the, the free to play is also. Uh, it's free to play for... on Windows 10 and Xbox One. Mm -hmm. On Steam, it's 40 bucks, but it's like the complete edition. You get absolutely everything. Yeah. Nothing, nothing is foregone. Yeah, at the very least test it out. And so that's yeah. that's specifically the characters, like you have free access to... Uh, it gives you the characters, the characters and the skins and the accessories, okay. which you unlock with in-game currency and stuff like that. Whereas um, the free-to-play version, it rotates one free character weekly, Yeah, they're still doing it that way. But yeah, it, it does that still, but you can unlock Jago and Orchid for free if you play the game. Okay, yeah. cool. So you can keep them forever, and then you get a third character for free every week. Super fun game! Anyway, <laughs> now, that, now that I'm... Uh, I'm, I'm no Microsoft rep, but now that I've pitched you this game from 2013, well, speaking of Microsoft reps, what's up, Chad? Oh yeah, I'm I'm still like horribly <laughs> addicted to Sea of Thieves. Like you guys have no idea. Like every single night, I'm playing this game. I have hours. not well, played a so second they, of it. They I own it. a new update. Yeah. They did. Um, so uh, the Hungering Deep, they've been. God, that was such a disappointing teaser trailer. Did you see that? No. Yeah. Oh my God. So like this game, one of the big. Uh, feedbacks from some see if these right now is that like there's just not enough to do in the game. Yeah, that's what everyone complained about. Right. Fun and gameplay so, like, loop, but you feel like you've done it. Mm -hmm. Right. And so like you know, I will give like rare credit. They've been very vocal with the community about like we understand that these are very. problems, and then like you know addressing certain things, but like they really haven't been like it's like what are you specifically doing? Like tell us like what are you going to put into the game? And they do this, so they they announce really quick they're going to drop this trailer for Hungering Deep, and everybody's like finally. Sweet, they're gonna tell us what's up. And it's this dude just telling a story about there used to be this big monster and people would sacrifice chickens to it and whatever. And then they showed no like and then play or you don't show any of it. And then he goes and they see he just tells a story and then he's like, And did I tell you about the time a chicken or a parrot took my eye? Ha 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 and it ends. And I was just like, God damn it. Um, One of the big mistakes is they didn't call it a teaser. They called it a trailer. Not a trailer, right? Right, and that's For, the problem. Yeah, that, that sets a higher expectation, I think. So the good news is the details all released. I think it was yesterday. Um, so like, there's going to be this <laughs> new uh, AI threat that you fight. It looks like a giant megalodon shark, most likely. Um, they're adding. Uh, a new instrument to the cave, right? Good. Yeah, Good. yeah you can do a drum. They're now giving you a uh, like megaphone, right? So that like so you can scream at other trumpet. So like, well, because like they, you know they do the, the, the distance uh, uh, proximity vocal. chat. Yeah, right, yeah. Exactly, yeah, the proximity chat. And so like now, if you want to like really yell at somebody, like hey, slow down, you know, whatever. I guess you can. Um, that was always funny whenever, if you ever played Forest on the Forest on PC. Uh -uh. So you play the Forest on PC, and and there's a talking element in the game but you know whenever you, I, I don't know if you're like me when you're playing PC games usually on like discord with your friends and that kind of thing and just like talking through that mm -hmm. but then if you ever pulled out the walkie-talkie in the game it automatically has you start chatting and so then automatically your sound just starts echoing to your friend and you oh, just hear cool. that kind of thing um, that's my story about the forest continue about <laughs> <two thieves. laughs> 
Um, so it looks like um, it's going to be a story campaign with the first real character of the game. It's a quest to uncover the secrets of the Hungering Deep. Yep. Uh, presumably that's the dude in the teaser trailer. Yep. Mm -hmm. Free update or... Free update. Yeah, free update. Yeah. They've been um, really good I don't think that. they're doing paid DLC at all. No. I, I, I did no microtransactions and none of that stuff. They yeah. were, they were going to do pets and the community was like, that's not what you should be focusing on right now. Yes, yeah, so they, like, they okay, pushed that way back. Are... Yeah, it was going to be like one of the first updates they the focused update, on, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's going to be exclusive cosmetics for Hungering Deep, yep. tattoos, scars. Yeah, and the uh, the ship cosmetics look really sick. There's like you can put a wooden there. shark on the front. Yeah. See, drums, speaking trumpet. Yeah. You can put shark teeth on the front. Yeah, um, the thing is, like, you can they, display a flag. Do you have a flag? I'm going to get one when this comes out. Uh, but they've been they've been pretty good of like tempering people's expectations or trying. If if you pick up, they're doing they're doing PR developers feet have already because they go like at this point. This is going to be a medium size update, which yeah. is you know usually like this is going to be smaller than you're expecting. Yeah. So like please temper your expectations. Yeah. Um, but they're doing a good job. They've been doing, you know, fixing a lot of bugs that are in the game and addressing community concerns. And this is the first step. And like I said, for some reason, I'm not burnt on the game. I'm still really enjoying it. Um, it's the PvP for me. Like we make stories like every night that we play. Like there's something that we're all laughing about and talking about. Oh, that was crazy how that happened, or we made people rage quit. Um, but yeah, I've been playing a lot of that. Uh, and then also I got to check out um, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Nice. Um, yeah. So that being the game with Team Ruby in it. It might be actually. What? Okay, Ruby is also Persona. Yes, that's right. Uh, <laughs> Ruby is stupid good in that game. Like everyone, like the pros who've been like checking the game out, like everyone has Ruby on their team. Good. And right. like I was playing her uh, yesterday, and like, damn, that character is good. So like, that's fun. I know it's awesome. So what, we're gonna what see. What makes her so good? I haven't gotten to play it yet. Uh, so. dude, she has a giant scythe. Huge range. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she has huge range. She has projectiles. She's fast. Like, I just, like, she's her charming. whole. Yeah, she's adorable. Her whole toolkit is just, like, really, really good. Uh, and so. And that game's in beta? It's, like there's there's a there's a beta or a, a trial it, that people have been able to play recently. Yes, I think that recently might there have was ended. the beta trial. Um, I think what we have now is the code. I don't know. Sean got it, um, and it was just up. It's an so early copy. Like, go that's what he said. Yeah. Okay. So, I, I don't remember when the game comes out officially, but I'm assuming it's pretty soon. Yeah. The art, the sprites are gorgeous. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, so I was playing with Ruby and Weiss. Um, Torian loves the playstyle of Weiss. She didn't really click for me, um, but I was really digging Ruby. So. Looks cool. Yeah. Um, if you guys like, if you like Guilty Gear or Blaze Blue, you'll definitely enjoy this game, and uh, you get to play as Team Ruby. So. That's and fun. it is it is a fighting game. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. It's got nice characters stuff. from Blaze Blue, Persona 4, Arena, uh, Uniel. Yeah, there's a, like an anime one that I know nothing about. Um, yeah, I, I don't know that one. And then Ruby. Yeah. Uh, I really want to play as Yang. I just I want to see what her play sounds like. Yeah, so the beta uh, launched on May 9th. Oh, the lobby, they're chibi. Yeah. The, ninth, the ninth through the twelfth, and then it went through the fourteenth as an open beta. So just like what a crazy thing. It's to done. Like, right? Yeah. Like the fact that like they only did crossovers with three other properties, you know. And one and, of them is Ruby. And one of them it's is huge. Ruby, it's crazy. And, like, that's yeah, animation same. is killing it. Also, uh with the new announcement too of uh, Michael B. Jordan joining Genlock as, Gosh, the, right? as the lead voice. That's pretty dope. I heard some like internal rumors about that, but I didn't know it was a done deal until it was like all over my Twitter feed and stuff. That was like 
what a pleasant surprise, right? Yeah, yeah it's really exciting. That was Animation's like, doing such a great job. I think it was Bernie said is like that's like the worst kept secret in Rooster Teeth is like <laughs> that it was such a big deal that like it got spread around by like, like everyone. And everyone's like, oh, did you hear? You know, but nobody knew like what status it was at. And yeah. So then like I had heard like the deal got signed. I'm like, oh shit. Like, and then here it is. It's crazy. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. So uh, Genlock looks cool. Yes. We get to be over there, so we get to see little glimpses of it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. In the secret <laughs> facility. That's right. Don, what you been playing? Anything fun? Um, I'll say I, I did go and do um, a full-on community for Pokemon Go, which was an interesting experience to go and do. So Pokemon Go is throwing out once a month, middle of the month, they do a special day where there's a whole bunch of like bonus stuff uh, that you can get, including XP and all that kind of stuff. But then during a, a certain time block, they flood everywhere with a certain Pokemon that's that day. And so this time, it was Charmander. And then with that, they usually um, premiere a new shiny Pokemon of that Pokemon. Mm -hmm. So you got shiny Charmander. So if you went out between 2 and 5 here in, in Central uh, America. No, it's not Central, Central America. Central America. Central of the United States of America. Um, you would go out and you could, you could catch as many Charmanders as possible, and um, if you like evolve them all the way up to anything, they got a special move that was only um, uh, evolvable in that time frame. Mm. Um, so that's fun. That was like me and Andy went out and we got you know a shiny Charmander and, and we were able to evolve all the way up to like getting that black shiny Charizard and that kind of thing. The craziest thing was that we went out and a uh, really good place here in Austin to go Pokemoning if you still do it is the Capitol. It's it's a giant you know a, a yard like place um, uh, and. It's full of Pokestops. So no, no streets to be crossing. No streets to be crossing. Lots of Pokestops. Like there's even like I think three gyms on the capital premise. Went there. It was full of people. This game is nice. not dead even really? remotely. Like it was. Uh, it was just just loads of people. And then at one point we just walked through the building itself and got around to the other side. And we walked out the the entrance. And we turned over like, why is there like. 200 people gathered specifically on the entrance of the capital and we looked up and there was a there was a raid going on of like one of the legendary pokemon and that's what mm -hmm. people gathered and so like we then went to zilker and it was also full of people so like pokemon go ain't dead it's still good and whatever they're doing is working um and they're they keep announcing new stuff so playing they're that. they're rolling out a lowland yeah, Alolan's a good thing. I heard that, okay. yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, play a lot of that. And also kind of on the hunt for a new sandbox game. Uh, looked up a, a few... Uh, see if these... Have you heard of our Lord and Savior, Stardew Valley? Yeah, I've played Stardew Valley. I played it on the PC when it was, uh, when it was uh, before all you losers got it ever on your consoles. Um, <laughs> all of us normies. You think I didn't start until Switch? Um, I'm done with it. I, I, I'm I offended. It. Uh, no, wow. I looked up like um, Starbound or Subsistence or uh, like I also re-downloaded Witcher for the third time because I want to play that game but it's so I don't get the game now you're really filling in for Ellis though because we're talking about the Witcher and, right yeah, got it. I have tried to play <laughs> the Witcher I, I don't have a sub pack I'm not even that far into the game I hear it's life-changing I have tried to play that game three four times now I I concede it's a Interesting and and vast first game. Witcher or Witcher three. Witcher three. Okay, just just want to clarify. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, I can't figure out how to make this game move at a pace that I like, and be able to like deal with some sort of uh, skill cap that there is or skill grade there is because like like I'm dying all the time to an enemies. I'm not <laughs> no. battling very well, but I'm not also gathering a bunch of materials like at a right rate. So I'm, I download it again. I'm like, I'm gonna try it again. Let's see if we can play Witcher three a game that's like I don't know two three years old now. Um, so we'll do that, but um, still on the hunt for uh, 
you want to play these PS4 games. <laughs> so if you're looking for sandbox games, have you ever played the Just Cause series? No, oh, that man. came up on a bunch Those of things as well. John, Those are really fun. Do yourself a favor. It's Just Cause. Up, it's Just and, Cause uh, 2 or 3. And Far Cry were all kind of on my list mm. of like looking at. Like Far Cry 5 looks pretty fun. I, Just Cause it's, 2. It's basically Explosion the video game. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But like Just Cause 2 gives you a really great sandbox and like the best to tools, toys, whatever you want to call them, to play within that sandbox. The cool. grappling hook is yeah, yeah. incredible. So 2 before 3, you would say. Uh, Maybe. I mean, it, I guess I would say yes, if only because I finished two. I never finished three. Okay. Um, but they're both really, really great games. Right, two. I, I might check those out. Just getting check the out just I'm down with two because that means I'll probably be able to find it on sale and I could just oh, yeah. like, I oh, could yeah. just check it out. Like, so. you can grappling hook pretty much anything to anything and it creates wacky experiences. Yeah. That And see, that's fun. That's not, but that's the less part. I like the actual progression of like, you know, that's why like I talked about last time I was on about Subnautica. Was that I like that it's like as you craft you you progress and that kind of thing and you get more and more levels almost like in Minecraft that kind of thing so I like games that are like that where you progress by crafting more stuff better and better. You know uh, what you might really get into is Don't Starve. I've played Don't Starve. Okay. Yeah, I've like played like, like Sandbox is one of my favorite kinds of games and so I've played Same. a ton of them and uh, I have just, you played uh, Wild Eight? They're billions. And they are billions. Like, I've gone through <laughs> these games. Like, I burned through them like crazy. I brought the forest. Forest is another one. Uh, Seven Days to Die is another one I've played. That's, it's, it's my, my niche. All so right, all right John, everyone. One, John, John needs your help, everybody. John yeah. needs new sandbox games. Yeah. Played uh, Stardew, yeah, that kind of thing. I've been diving into uh, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Heard a lot so of good about that. Game. It's great. Yeah. It's Have you ever played it before? Yeah, I played it on the Wii U, uh -huh. but I didn't play a ton of it. I played Gosh, some of it, that, that uh, so but yeah, you know, the, with the like Wii U was just didn't enjoy the gamepad, mm -hmm. all that. So I put it down pretty quick. Going back to it, yeah, this game it's wonderful fun, and it's oh, yeah. beautiful, Incredible. and it's really brutal. Yes, you it's, die a lot in this game. Have you ever played a co-op? Because that's where I've not played co-op. If you want to game over quickly, <laughs> I can't guarantee. Or I can't uh, recommend a game mode hard enough that because you share lives and if one of you so if one of you sucks oh yeah you're both going down you should I, play I with you share lives yeah it, it, great mm. idea yeah it's just, just you want to like test cow game you were playing right oh, you want to test man. that relationship of yours <laughs> uh, we, we, flock. tropical you're talking about flock yeah, yeah we we have tested this <laughs> uh but you know what we can always use another test yeah <laughs> It's good to get a catch up on how you guys are doing. <laughs> you know? This was genuine smile John had. Like, he's just picturing it. Like, you need those status updates yeah. on if you guys are going to last. <laughs> <laughs> would be we we would be played uh, Overcooked. Yeah, Overcooked. Yeah, I, I still we we played Family do. Overcooked, and that was actually pretty fun. So there's that. Cool. We're strong. I in hear the kitchen. that's. <laughs> the kitchen is strong with us. <laughs> But is the Donkey Kong? I don't know. We'll see. I Can have Kong strong. I I hadn't contemplated out. playing a co-op. One thing that I'm liking about Tropical Freeze is you there are coins all over, mm -hmm. and you can go to the store and you can exchange one coin for a balloon, which is the equivalent of a life. And so as long as you get more than one, at least one coin, every time you die, you're kind of okay. Mm. But <laughs> You have to, if you are getting down to your last live, you have to exit the level, go and buy more lives, and then basically do the whole level over again to get back to where you were. Mm. Yeah. It doesn't save your progress if you leave the level. How far are you right now? 
Um, second world. I had to put it down because I was that... getting frustration claw. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. What does frustration claw look like? That's something I do in the bedroom. That's when you. <laughs> <laughs> well. I love how open that statement can be of like interpretation of what that means. It means what you think it means. Hey, it's Saturday. <laughs> it's Saturday. It's frustration claw night. <laughs> no, we got to get out the frustration claw. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk news. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, but it's fun. Also, what, there's one feature that is, I think, overall a good feature, but I find very condescending, and that is once you fail in, at a specific point in a level enough times, it'll be like, we've just unlocked the next level for you. Yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah. You can leave, you can quit out this so level that's and go on to the next yeah. level if you want. And I'm like, on the one hand, I can see this being great for, like, kids yeah. or whatever, but also, Fuck you! I haven't earned this. Yeah, I need to role. earn it. Exactly. Oh, listen, hey, you're kind of terrible. So like, feel bad. Just take this. Yeah, one. it's like it's a pity unlock. Come on. He does that a lot. I mean, that was essentially uh, uh, what's her name, Navi in uh, Ocarina. Ocarina. That was her. Like, if you're like stuck, she would like be like, "Hey, over here, idiot." Yeah. yeah. You know, she would highlight stuff. A she little bit. Yeah. At least she didn't do things. She didn't unlock you, things. You know, yeah. yeah. She's not gonna go. Beat the level for you. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> anyway, oh, here. So You're right. She's she can fucking fly. She why? Can why, fly. why did I have to keep changing the goddamn water in the water temple? She could have just flown up, and hit the fucking switch. Damn. She's All too right, weak. I just had a revelation. She's yeah. too weak. Water temple is no, bad. You know why the lore I'm going with. She's yeah. too weak. News before I gotta go. All right, let's get to the let's get to the news because we gotta talk some very important things. I want some John Salt. Bust <laughs> <laughs> out right. the claw, John. <laughs> get, get your frustration claws ready, ladies and, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, the last episode of Inside Xbox confirmed the speculation, uh, the rumors that No Man's Sky is coming to Xbox. Mm -hmm. It is also adding multiplayer, proper multiplayer, not like orb multiplayer. Not yeah, not like weird. We finally found each other, and you're just like a ghost, and we're not actually there together. Multiplayer. Yeah. 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 So, John. What. You did this news. You did the news read first. You want to run us through some of the details? I mean, yeah, they're adding multiplayer. You can actually, like, you know, fly together and, and explore planets together, and that's a great thing that you could launch when you launch the game. <laughs> when did this game come out? Two years ago. There we go. Uh, I thought it was yeah, like, you're no, too late. Because, because again, this is coming from someone who loves sandbox games. No Man's Sky was a game made for me. Yep. Loved it. Mm -hmm. I even played it a bunch. But then, like, you get to this wall of like stuff to do, and you're like. Well, I'm just harvesting carbon for the 300,000th time. I'm not advancing very much. There's not much to do. Um, if you beat the game, it just starts you over. Yes. Uh, Wait, what's at the center of the universe? It starts you over? Essentially. I mean, there's not... Really? Yeah. They, um, so... Really betrayed. I never even bought the game. Now, they've now added a ton of things. I've got to give okay. a lot of credit to the developers. This game would have been... It would have been so easy for them to cut and run. When this game came out and fell over mm -hmm. on its face and everyone mm -hmm. was disappointed, they could have, it's, they still sold a ton of copies. They could have taken that money and just take, gone off, bought an island somewhere and never thought about anything again. But they have continued to put out a lot of significant updates for free over the past But is it too years. late? Right, that is the big question. It uh, is. It, That's the answer, yeah. it is too late. I mean, you, you're going to get some people on Xbox who have never played it on, on PC or anything like that, and you will get 
people who are playing like there. If it works, often these Xbox games that get ported like this, like PUBG or something like that, it's like it's broken again because it gets it's a bad port. Um, so if it works. And if the multiplayer function works well, when people aren't just like lagging out or like not seeing the same stuff, yeah. then you'll get some people on Xbox who'll play it. But there's just, I think there's too many other options out there that are new that you're like, you're too late. You're too late. Stop it. But I can name a planet after myself. You can. <laughs> and no one will ever see it. That's right. Except like for maybe people. your one friend that you now might get in the game with yes. you. How do you even find each other if the universe is as vast as they I say imagine it's, it's got to be. If, if, it's got to be kind of like other sandbox games where, like Seven Days to Die or The Forest, where you'll host a game and bring someone into your game. That, in fact, that was in the read was that you'll bring people into your game is what you'll do. Okay. And okay. so it's it's one person is the central host and then everyone else like. You're pulling them through the dimensions yeah. into your place. There we go. Okay. I think, and I think there's like a certain element of like your belongings that can come with you into the game. But yeah, I, I don't remember the exact details. But I mean, that sounds really fun. Part of those kind of games, it's really fun to play with other friends. Sea of Thieves, good yeah. example. Mm-hmm. Like unplayable Don't solo. starve together. Well, Amazing. Don't starve together. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's definitely an element that like people like in these games from the beginning. Um, Stardew Valley, on the other hand, is a game that was super fun on its own, right. and then so great on its yeah. own. and then <laughs> have, I, have I mentioned that Stardew Valley? Stardew Valley. Great. I don't know why I brought it up. I need someone tell me to stop talking about Stardew Valley. <laughs> Did no. someone say Stardew Valley? Stardew Valley Persona. Oh. Don't say any of those. <laughs> Persona. Yeah. Let's or talk Witcher about Three. That. No. Subject. Um, so it <laughs> makes me sad. It makes me sad because I like No Man's Sky. <laughs> yeah. Don't bring up Sea of Thieves. We just like all round them all off. <laughs> Um, we can talk about Nino Cooney. Final Fantasy. Good lord. <laughs> so yeah, it's cool. It's coming to Xbox. Look, you know, hey, people who haven't, who are just Xbox only, I'm sure they'll have some fun with it if it works. Um, so to give, uh, to put this in a little bit of perspective, uh, the game in August of 2016 uh, had uh, peak players uh, at any one time mm-hmm. of uh, 212,000. Okay. <laughs> in that. the last Drop 30 off. days, it's 1,900. Look at the drop off of the next month. It's true. When it came uh, out. So August two hundred twelve thousand, September nine thousand. Oh my lord! Yeah, uh, it was a brutal, brutal drop off. Uh, it actually recovered mm. a little bit. Um, August twenty seventeen, uh, they they put out an update. Big update. I can't remember which update that was. They've done a couple. They did like their you know their Pathfinder uh, and such. But uh, August twenty seventeen boosted again to nineteen thousand concurrence. And then what happened right after that? Uh, I went to 5,000, <laughs> and then to two. But the point is, the for the past like several months, there's a very it's a very steady number mm-hmm. of players. So while there aren't a huge ton of players like there were right at launch, the ones that are there are pretty dedicated. They're still they're still impassioned, and it's cool to see the developers continuing to develop even though there was this huge drop-off. Although they're continuing to try to deliver because, yes, admittedly, they misrepresented what the game was. And to contextualize why it was such a, a, a betrayal, this was not a early access $20 no, it game. Mm-hmm. It was a full $60 yeah. game. Well, I, and I, also just... Uh, with, like, even bonus, like, I think there was even, like, a, a, like extra packages you could have bought. Yeah, in fact, I bought one. In fact, hold on, I think I've got one. Oh my god, maybe it's finally time to unbox my ship. Wait, you see? Yeah, hold on, I'll be right back. You guys carry it. Okay, (laughs) does someone want to grab this ship out of the No Studio? It's on a shelf somewhere. I actually. You want to open it up? That's awesome. Why not? You know what? 
it's, it's I ordered it's this uh, edition through I am 8-bit it was like some collectors thing and they were doing a die cast ship and I was like why okay, not that cool. sounds pretty cool it's just that in the got box. delayed. Looks like someone's yeah. gonna go grab it. Um, it's in. Sorry, it's in the recording studio. If anyone's going, not 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 our office, our studio. And they're all turning back. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> like this. Uh, and so I thought that's pretty cool. I'll order it because it came with a, a game code, so I'd be able to get the game launch day. And then the ship got delayed, mm. so <laughs> it didn't come anywhere near launch. It ended up coming like. November, December. When you're already disappointed and mad at the game. Yeah, it was like it was just. <laughs> Too late by that point, yeah. and I was like, "Well, you know," so it just has sat in a box. Yeah. One thing I do want to talk about No Man's Sky because you mentioned, and you're kind of throwing, you know, a good amount of blame on the developers for misrepresenting. They had a lot of pressure from their publisher. Like, they did. They, even I when it was coming up, I remember um, one of the guys was in like a Reddit thread and was kind of like, "Yeah, guys, like really, like I know this is like a cool experience, but like, it, like he was trying to reality check." people's expectations. They were the pinnacle of that example of the difference between the trailer at like E3 and what was delivered was that like side-by-side image of like the Jurassic Park-like world of all these creatures roaming around and then the reality was Mm -hmm. like the pickle, you know, the 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 recorder flute playing the Jurassic theme song. I know song. that video. Yeah, I think that's, like they were that Uh example for a long time. Yeah. E3's coming up. I just wish that Sean Murray hadn't blatantly misrepresented yeah. the game. Because he did, he made it seem like multiplayer was in from the beginning. Look at this shit. Oh, hey. oh look at this beautiful, beautiful limited edition one of 10,000. It looks like it's just from Star Wars. It does look <laughs> like an X-Wing. Hand, like an X-wing. Hand-painted cast metal ship replica, 1 to 35 scale with decals for customization. It has a pin, a diorama backdrop, an Alice Traveler's log, and a Fisher space pen. I don't know what that is. A uh, space we're pen? But we're going to open it. We're gonna finally on the space bust pen. open the ship, um, but oh, there it is! <laughs> remember, the, it was within the first day. Some people actually found each other, and uh, this was after Sean Murray was saying it's you know it's unlikely anyone will be able to find each anyone other. else. Yes. Um, uh-huh. But it was oh, clearly represented those. before launch that multiplayer was in the game. This is great audio. The scraping of plastic. <laughs> Sorry. What sick man decided to do this twist tie thing and then tuck it under? Fuck me! <laughs> I mean, you're twisting it and tucking oh it, Lord. is that not standard? I don't... No, but you don't see what we're dealing with here, Ash. I don't see what you're dealing with, it's true. <laughs> uh, but they did say, they said you, the only way you'll be able to see what you look like is to find another player. Oh, that's true. And mm-hmm. it turns out you look you like nothing. Nothing. You look like a camera. Um, but then they they... Through the updates, they added base building, so you could have a base, and then you could okay. basically warp back uh, to your base. To some degree, I thought that was a little bit weird, because the whole point is to continue moving on across the galaxy, not set up shop somewhere. But the fact that you could sort of warp back and forth and have home and continue to explore definitely added to it. Having the uh, the vehicles that would take you all across the terrain, they added uh, these sort of uh, community... This is going great. There, that's what we've unboxed so that's far. That's one. That's is a that. stand. I think you can get that pen. But look, if you turn it on its side, it's yeah, like the this icon. Space pen. I want to yeah. see this pen. But at what point, who is the guy that went, you know what, the ship's just not enough? We need, we the, need, a, we need pen. a pen. A pen and a pen. See, I thought you said space pin. There's that too. There's, there's also that, space pen. but no. Let's see this thing. I called, uh. Is it this the kind of pen yeah, that can write upside listen, down? Listen. Oh, see, it doesn't even work. You I clicked it. it in and You broke it already. Yeah. You guys broken. need to know that Nick has like a horrible okay, habit. Great. Like he well, touches things to and break. 
It's uh, been a running thing for years. So, so it works for me. It's been very well documented that No Man's Sky was not what it was marketed Here, to be. I've got experience. But it's not a two. Yeah. Working on it for two years is it time to maybe forgive him? No, it's, I'm sure I can forgive him. I'm not going to play the game. No, I, <laughs> I was ready to forgive him, and then I had to unbox this. <laughs> so now you got to earn it back, No Man's Sky people. Uh, it's going to need at least one more update. <laughs> oh, you got it. Maybe it just wasn't we made to it. sit. We got for... it. We got it. We got it. Hey, well, yeah. all right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Don't just do that. Find Joe's in the dark. Destructive. Okay. All right. Now I'm. You, there was a. Oh, wait, I knocked that off. There was a little it. coin on that yeah, thing. He'll break. <laughs> was there? There was. This is the only matter just of time. Put it on. We'll break something on that. Yeah. Just put it on. It's going on. Put it in. Oh wait. What, does it? Which just way stick does it go? in. <laughs> Come on. Well, if you get the frustration clock, this is good <laughs> podcast content. It is. Audio listeners. Hold on, bring it over. Come on. If you figure it out, I will high five you. You just gotta muscle it. Okay. Um, I think maybe does it go the other way? Because it's. And this is when John put a metal rod up. through his hand. There we go. Ta da! Look at that. And there we go. It's finally out of its box. And that can be get a permanent picture. Yeah. Oh, it can go on a shelf. Where'd it go? We I got it was in shelves. the plastic. No Man's Sky, cool. It's not okay, great. Let's moving on to more fun moving, games. Moving on. But since we're, uh, this was initially a Sony game, let's thread it right through to PlayStation. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Codera, uh, PlayStation, oh, basically yeah. PlayStation boss Codera says that um, PlayStation 4 is entering the uh, end of its life cycle, or its final phase. What's that mean? Final phase of its life cycle. So, yeah, that's the big question, right? What does that mean? Oh, they didn't explain? Well, no, just... this was during a meeting with uh, investors. Okay. So, keep in mind that he would speak with investors very differently than he would speak with consumers. Right. Gotcha. Uh, but basically just said it's entering the final phase of its life cycle. Uh, and I think they're preparing, they're trying to prepare investors that unit sales are going to drop. Gotcha. They always drop towards an, look at your pin. Mm -hmm. Aww. I'm wearing your thing. You're a real space boy. <laughs> I'm a real space boy. Yeah. Uh, that unit sales would <laughs> drop and they, wanna, they want to offset it with sales of games and mm -hmm. services. I like... We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. But we like, did. you know, how it's weird to think that it could be near like its end of its life cycle, but at the same time, like I, they don't do that. Like they, like they will continue producing games for the PS4 for the next like decade, which makes right. sense. Why is she saying it that way? Yeah. yeah. And also that yeah, like once the PS5 comes out, doesn't mean that games stop for PS4 right. immediately. They didn't with PS3. Uh, PS2 was still in production until a couple so of like, years ago. Yeah. And so. Wait, God, was it 2012? We looked this up last time, and I can't probably. remember. This uh, is probably. And so it's, ahead, they're, they're talking about the end of the life cycle, but, oh yeah, end of 2012. <laughs> wow. It's just absurd. Um, so, not, not the end, but they're starting to wind it down and look forward. Yep. They <laughs> also clarified that it's going to be at least three years before the next console. So end of life cycle doesn't mean it's like that next year there's going to be a new one. Right. Just that they're now focusing probably on getting out their slate of exclusives, selling games, not focusing so much on hardware sales, mm -hmm. getting people on PSN, and then building towards the next generation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I hope they keep the controller the same. I think they nailed it out of the park with the PS4. The PS4 controller mm -hmm. is like the best controller I've ever held for like coming with a console. A huge improvement over the PS3 for me. I, the, my issue with the PS3 controller was, it's weird, but it was super light. And it no, felt I like I could I break it at any moment. 
The PS4? PS3. No, the PS3. Oh, okay. oh, okay. PS4 yeah. controller's so got PS4, some more heft yeah, to it. Exactly. So it, it feels solid, Yeah. which is one of the best things about it. Yeah. I, I do wish I could uh, chuck some batteries in it on occasion. If I've got a long gaming yeah. session, the controller does tend to die, mm -hmm. and then I have to go hunt out my extra long yep. <laughs> micro USB cable, which I will inevitably trip over next time I walk by the TV. Mm. So I do wish that I could do that, but that's honestly a pretty minor gripe. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, overall, the controller has been great fun. I bet new controller is going to be USB-C. That'll be interesting to think about. I wonder if we'll <laughs> just move to USB-C for everything. Yeah. I mean, micro USB has been around so long, but things like the controller also don't need a lot of data. Yeah, that's through, true. And they don't need a huge amount of power, so maybe that's too much. Is yeah. that over-engineering? Eh, it depends on if, if you can quick charge even faster, then like throw it at it. True. Could you imagine, like if you're, like you're saying you have this battery problem, you can plug it in for 15 minutes and it'll be ready to go? Like That'd be amazing. Um, yes, yeah, so there was a specific quote, and keep in mind that this is, uh, this is translated. Um, it was translated by Wall Street Journal, uh, saying, we will use the next three years to prepare the next step to crouch down so that we can jump higher in the future. Right. That's it. I like that. Yeah. Crouch down so we can remember, get a, remember got a vivid picture. No, but I'm I'm getting it. I think they're saying perform like the num like numbers are going to go down. Hardware sales are going to go down. Revenue will drop. Mhm. Mm but it's because we're working on like the next jump. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Makes sense. So I don't believe that PS4 has been out since 2013. Yeah. 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 End of 2013. I was doing the Not math the on it, already. and I just went 13 to 18, and went. It's been five years. It's four and a half years. That's crazy. Is where we're at now. Man. So, but it's like the everyone's used to thinking of basically the Xbox 360, PS3 generation as that's the that's the standard for length of a generation. That was actually unusually long. long. Mm -hmm. Most. Most other generations have been like five, six years, not in like the eight-year range. But if Sony is saying that the next one is not going to come until at least 2021, then that's also going to be a long generation. I don't think Xbox is going to wait that long. Well, they've they've already released what two other versions? The uh, yeah, but that's also they did well, you know they did the Xbox 360 yeah. Slim, they did the Xbox 360 Elite. They mm -hmm. do these these upgrades. New I iterations. Think, I yeah. think PS4 Pro and Xbox One X are more. Than they've done in the past, mm -hmm. but I don't think they count as a new generation. Yeah. If I was Xbox, I'd be looking at the new generation right now. Yeah, yeah. I'd be. I there's the only reason that I can think of for their slate continuing to be so thin for their first party stuff is because they've got their studios working on something future facing. Yeah, you hope. I hope. Yes. I know they're I putting do. a big. They're leaning a lot towards Windows 10. Like they really like this cross play. Like that's like. I love the You know what, though? Play. I love the cross. I do too. Like, I, think it's I dope. hate it. <laughs> My Xbox. <laughs> I just want to be the dissonance. <laughs> collects dust, man. Every now, like, it's like, oh, I had an Xbox One originally for Killer Instinct. Oh, I can play that on PC. And then I was like, oh, see if these. Oh, I'm definitely playing that on PC. If you're gonna let me have a mouse and keyboard over Master somebody race. who's playing Master on Master Race, Master Race, Master Race. <laughs> And they'll just clip that of John with a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> What's the mustache have to do with it? It just adds a whole new layer to it. Yeah. It's like a, like onion or a parfait. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Shrek. Or an ogre. Um, what else is going on? As far as other consoles, we may be getting Nintendo 64 Classic Edition, a.k.a. the Nintendo 64 Mini. There was, uh, there's been a trademark That's going to be adorable. Yeah, it's going to be the size a, of the cartridge. Like, pretty much. Maybe, do you think it'll be like it'll just be the controller? 
No, it's got to be the little console. With its little bump. I wonder if they're going to do the translucent versions. Or I had like, like the Donkey the, Kong one. The, the Pikachu one? one? Yeah. Aww. That'd be great. I but love that. I had the green one. There's been yeah. speculation about it for a while since since October, mm-hmm. but this they just filed a, a Nintendo 64 trademark. So it seems like they want to do something with it. They've been doing it NES. They've been doing it SNES. So hey, Nintendo 64 seems Makes like sense. the next logical step. Just please put the they're games gonna re- on Switch. They're going to release please, it. Please. It's going to be the new Nintendo. The mini N64. On Switch. The only game that'll be on it will be Superman 64. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> and war gods. And war gods. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, what do you want on it? Uh, we, we talked earlier a little bit about Goldeneye. Oh! But yeah. I think licensing a- anything is by ra- Literally I mean, anything by Rare. If they can get it from Microsoft. Kirby 64. I know. Yeah. I think but they Microsoft could. has been playing nicer they have. lately. With- I think, realistically, they could get Diddy Kong Racing. <gasps> I like amazing. that. Yeah. The, they, they did a port of that on DS back in the day. The only thing they took out was Banjo because that was a straight up Microsoft IP. But otherwise, the rest of the characters, it, it's Diddy Kong. That's that's obviously a, not a Microsoft thing at all. I think they could do it again. N64 I, I Mini could get Banjo on it too. The Mini would be interesting because N64 was the first console that got up to four players. So would they yeah. release it with a four player option? Well, te- it better. Technically, if you plug in the adapter, right, 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 all the way back to NES. Yes. Technically, you could <laughs> shove a bunch of stuff onto a Game Boy. It didn't mean that that's what the Game Boy was. Yeah. Okay. Hey, dude, Micro Machines on, what was it, Genesis? Oh, yeah, 8-player. Yeah, you can do 8-player. So, uh, really quickly to explain, <laughs> that, so <laughs> this was this was a feat of engineering. So, uh, the Genesis obviously had two controller ports. Yeah. There was this game called Micro Machines, <laughs> where you could plug in two controllers, you have two people per controller. And then, get this, Into the, the cartridge yeah. itself had two extra controller parts. <laughs> so you could do the same thing. You so have one side of the controller controlled a car, and the other side of the controller would somehow control a car as well? Yeah. Yeah, so you... The, the cars would automatically like go. Right, right? Oh, so it was just, just, just steering. Yeah, it was okay. just steering. So you would use, like, the and A and B right. buttons A&B, to steer yeah, yeah. or something like that. But So you'd have four controllers. It was, it was a behemoth of a thing. We had the cartridge. We did. We, we tried it. so hard to get it to work. Yeah. We never could. Anyway. <laughs> that was fun. Sorry. But yeah, <laughs> back to your uh, having the four-player games, which would be really interesting. Like... Because that's what that's. There's so many games on the N64 that that we people like them because of how many people you can get into them. Especially the Mario games, Mario yeah. Party, uh, Smash Brothers, mm-hmm. uh, Mario Kart. Those are all like, they're fun, somewhat by yourself. Here's the the cartridge, by the way. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, look at that. Boy. Wow. <laughs> that Frankenstein. That yeah. is something. So it's one of the reasons that 64 is my favorite console because like I want like I enjoy playing games by myself, but like for me like gaming is like getting together with your friends and playing, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, I love the social aspect of it. And so, like, the 64 was, like, that console for mm-hmm. me. Um, mm-hmm. So there's so many, like, just great memories and games that I just love so much from that. So, like, yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, it's going to have to be four players mm-hmm. on yeah. this new, like, mini or whatever they're doing. Otherwise, like, that What's would just be, point? like, so disappointing. It's going to be a big box to fit four of those N64 controllers. <laughs> There's no. You'll probably have to buy them. I don't know. There, maybe some will plug I in. I bet the, you no, they'll, they'll, if, they'll if it comes out. They'll probably use the the Wii, the Wii um, interface that they used for the other controllers, right? What's the deal with that? Because the the the, the, S, the SNES Classic Edition was basically just like a reshelled same same interior or very similar interior as the NES Classic mm-hmm. because they were. They're like, you know what? We can do that. That's easy enough. Mm-hmm. Sixty four. I'm sure will take some reengineering, but they can do that. Maybe it'll have a port on either side of it, like two in the front and then one on either side. I don't know. Mm, maybe to keep the look. Yeah, to keep the size. Or just switch it to micro right. USB. And then they have these new. Ca- anyway, um, but the thing, what I got so excited about, you remember the other day I was telling you about um, 
when we it was on uh, the post show. Uh, what was a game that like a sequel or whatever you didn't like? And I was really frustrated that Conquerors Bad Fur Day Live and Reloaded um, took out the multiplayer and replaced it with this like really generic first person shooter aspect. Um, they could have it on this. You could actually they can get, make it happen. Yes, you could actually get to play Conquerors Bad Fur Day multiplayer. That's what I want. You're reaching far on that one. I am hoping. I mean, I think the the most obvious one will get Mario 64. Y yeah, you're gonna get Mario oh, yeah, 64. Mario Kart's free. Zelda's yeah. free. Smash is free. You think we'll? You think they'll do Ocarina and Majora's Mask? Probably. Um, How many games do these come with? Like 32, typically. No. Uh, so I There's think uh, the less NES Classic was, I think, 30. The SNES was 20. Let yeah, me look that SNES up to be was sure. Amazing. Oh man, so is this gonna just be like 10 uh, then? Yeah, they just like they keep reducing uh, the number of games you get and increasing the price. So by the time you get to Wii U Mini, it's like half a game. Oh, oh my and god! Then, and then you'll get to the Switch Mini, and it'll actually just just be a Switch. Was it Rogue One N sixty four? No, um, yes, yes, it was. And you had to get the expansion pack. It's just the Switch with the operating system. You can't play games on it. Dude, Shadows of the Empire, great Star Wars game. Uh, the, if you go back, oh my god, it looks like garbage. Like from like <laughs> graphics perspective, games looking like dear garbage. lord, the resolution uh, left much to be desired. 20, uh, so the SNES Classic had 21 games, 20 plus the first official release of Star Fox 2. Do you guys know what this means? We are gonna get to see a whole new generation of kids try and figure out how to hold that fucking controller. Was there ever like, a, a name given to that controller? There's no like. There's the name to the original Xbox. The Trident. Like, like you mean the like Duke? the Duke? Yeah, the Trident, Trident. would have been a great name. Yeah, the Duke is the Xbox. We'll yeah, yeah. call it the Trident. The Banana Bunch. The f they made the the Donkey Kong 64. That's what I had. Yeah, yeah with the the banana peel look. <laughs> to the it. Fuck your thumbs so, game controller. We uh we actually in a random opportunity wrote a book a few years ago. It was on it's yeah. like the video you game vault for the Nintendo 64. Yep, like, we wrote a book. One of the things that we covered was like. Uh, like you felt like there were these different styles that people had holding the controller. There's yeah. the right way, which is your left hand in the middle, middle. One, and then your right, right hand, hand off. Yeah, the I right. thought everyone knew that. But then, oh I, no! When I was six, you, oh yeah, I tried, I, to, I tried to play Mario 64 with my tiny little child hands. Right, still, holding, and still use the the yeah, joystick. Yes, exactly. So and that the was Z one. There was there was one like that, um, and then there was another one where people would do the claw. I've seen or whatever, that. and I've they'd hold that. it above, and like there's we had like huh. we drew them out and stuff, and like yeah, it's just. It's very interesting. I never understood how people played with those. And then there's those weird third-party ones that like tried to make it just two grips. There's that one is by performance, and it was like that guy is a piece of shit. There was a. <laughs> I was at um years ago. I was at a Smash Brothers tournament called Apex, and mm. they had competitive Smash 64, which is awesome to see. But they uh, a lot of the people would use these like Hori controllers, which took the 64 controller and basically made it shaped like a GameCube controller, so you mm. could actually, you know, use it. <laughs> uh, so, I, I would totally be down if they redesigned the controller for that. Yeah. But they also are banking very heavily on the nostalgia factor. Yeah, oh, I don't think they will. I don't think they consoles, will. But so, yeah, it's not happening. But uh, <laughs> not even entertaining right. that for you, Nick. No. No. Shut my I'm telling you, we're no. saying no. Okay. <laughs> We've heard your thoughts, and we say no. And uh, no, but lovely. <laughs> oh, Jeff Force Gemini. All right, you've got to take off. I gotta go. I'm gonna go to MegaCon. Right. So we're gonna look Bye -bye, at. Bye, John. I'm um, just really quickly really go over some of these games, and then we'll talk about Battlefield really quick, and then I want to talk about Detroit. Okay, uh, all right. Later, man. Chances for Pokemon Snap? That's happening. They they need games. Oh, Paper yeah. Mario. Uh, yeah, they yeah, need I'm an sure RPG, a proper RPG. Uh, Kirby 64, Crystal Shards. I hope. I love that game. They might. That was one of the only games where you used the D-pad. It was like that in Mischief Makers. <laughs> Wave Race. They'll probably do Wave Race. It's yeah. a game, free. 
Um, there's a lot that they can't do. Like, they can't really do Rogue Squadron because mm -hmm. that's going to be a licensing issue for sure. WWF or ZCW? Uh, oh, they can do Zancio. Yoshi's Story. <laughs> that game. NW. I beat that game the day I rented it. I didn't realize that there was a lot more to the game than just the one path that I took, so I ended up selling it. But that's a really great game. I'm sure they'll put it on there. Yeah. <laughs> Mario Tennis, Mario Golf? I'm sure. They yeah. they got to have their sports games. Definitely. Oh, I hope they put Bomberman 64 on. Oh, God. I can believe that. I you know what I really want is if they do a GameCube one, like GameCube Bomberman was my jam. Oh, okay. GameCube, which one was that? I don't remember. Okay. It was on GameCube and it was Bomberman. Let me look I was, it up. Like, first of all, the multiplayer in Bomberman 64 is awesome. Like, super fun. Like, it never gets old. But then they actually had this really in-depth single-player campaign that I remember playing and was surprisingly... Uh, Here we go. Bomberman Generation. Oh, Generations? I should have remembered that because we love, like, Bomberman Generations! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bomberman would be great. I'm also, I mean, Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey is a great game. Like, I'm not a big <laughs> sports game player at all, but I like the arcade thing. Love Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey. Totally. Yeah, so, so I good. think there's a lot of potential for 64. At what point do you draw the line? Is GameCube... All of them. I want them all. <laughs> like, GameCube's the last one that you can reasonably do, right? Because after that, you're, what are you going to do, a Wii Mini? They, they already have a Wii Mini. It, it's just a miniaturized Wii. It still takes the discs. Oh, the one that they sold in Canada. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So they can stop there, I guess. Um, I don't even know if they'll do it. Like, I feel like GameCube would be the line, but you're right. I don't know I if think they so. will do it, but there's so much that I want that I wouldn't be on it. Like You could finally have Final Melee Fantasy HD. That's true. Smash Brothers Melee, if, you, if they did a GameCube mini. Be, that alone would sell way too uh -huh. many yeah. I, I don't know. It if would have to be online, though. The Smash Bros. Really scene, but like, Melee is still like That's like the, the king. king. I do know that. The most played Smash game in tournaments, which it is It will crazy. not die. No, it won't. It refuses to. Um, and, like, I like Smash 4 a lot. Uh, I'm not a good mm -hmm. Melee player at all, but like, I still enjoy watching Melee. Oh, yeah. And like, you will see the Smash community lose their minds if they do a GameCube version and Melee's on it. Like, Literally every time there's a Nintendo Direct, it doesn't matter what it's for. If you look in the chat, there's all kinds of people, they're just memeing, but they're like, Melee HD! Melee HD! They just yeah. want it. So if it ever comes Dude, out... Actually, yeah. that'll probably, like... It might, like, mess up the game. Like, because oh, they use they're CRT They're so monitors. used to playing on CRT in the way, like, it nah, was, they, like... If, if the... If they did a GameCube Mini and the version of Melee on there was inferior, they would not switch over. They would not. Oh, yeah, no, they wouldn't. Not at all. But if it, if it had, like, net play, online play, That'd that be would crazy. be what could tide people over to that version. That's all they should do. Nintendo's starting to warm up on that, too. <laughs> the GameCube Mini is oh, yeah. just the Melee uh, box. <laughs> like, it goes on basically, Melee, it goes online. For, for those people, yeah, that's, yeah, that's all yeah. it would be. Yeah, because they're doing, uh, for the uh, Nintendo Switch online service, those NES titles that they're doing yeah. are going to have online multiplayer capability. Like, how it's going to work depends on which game, but they're, mm -hmm. Nintendo's slowly working up to it. Yeah, they'll eventually. Will they? In 20 years. All right, last item of note for the news. Battlefield 5 has been revealed, and everyone is angry. I think this could be Battlefield's Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Oh, okay. Um, I haven't uh, seen the reaction. What's so, up? Why is everybody so mad? Uh, there are a couple of things. Uh, one is that people are extraordinarily confused by the trailer they put out. Uh, it just seems like a jumble. No one's sure what's campaign, what's multiplayer, what's features versus what's just sort of CGI okay. fanciness. Uh, the box art features a female soldier. 
Oh, um, no. And, and people are upset about that. Uh, just oh, that on. there weren't a lot of women fighting, and it feels like unfair representation to just based, some people. Wait, it sounds. Wait, wait, wait. They're mad that they put a female soldier on the cover and they didn't see enough female soldiers fighting in the trailer? No, in the actual war. Oh. Wait, so you, like, the, the concern is that they're not representing they're, World uh, War II accurately. Yes, that they gotcha. are, um, that it's revisionist history. Gotcha. Um, you know, for the feelings uh, and such. Um, and, which is interesting because I'm pretty sure, like, one of the best female snipers of all time was World War II. But obviously, there weren't a lot of women mm -hmm. fighting. Like, when you look at it statistically... No, it's drop in the bucket. But mm -hmm. they're there. They're there. It's uh, it's isolated forces. I found, um, I was looking up specifically some examples. Um, where is this? Uh, there we go. There was the, the Night Witches. There were a couple of well-known secret agents. Oh, yeah, there we go. Uh, Lyudmila, oh, God, I'm going to butcher this name. Lyudmila Pavlichenko, uh, the most successful female sniper in history. Um, Wanda Gertz. She killed 309. The thing, the thing that I want to say is like, these sounds like they, great stories to tell. They are, this is not a history book. They're not making a history book for you to like. They're making it a piece of entertainment. So at the end yeah. of the day, they're gonna tell their own story. And if they want to have a badass female character in this story, then it's let them do it. I mean, on the one hand, I understand the argument that if but look, she jumped out a window, a, and it's she's, a historical setting, and people want historical, you know, authenticity in their exactly historical like setting. Although I would also note that if you play a multiplayer game like Battlefield, you are constantly fighting to change the tide, the course of different battles. Right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, people feel like it's disrespectful to change history because this was an actual war. Flip side, you could argue that it's disrespectful to take a war in which millions of people died and turn Make it a into game? a game where yeah. you compete for points. Um, you know, so there's there's... Basically, a there are a lot of different angles to come at the discussion from, mm -hmm. but um, the people who are upset are mostly upset because, one, not happy with the trailer because it seems it didn't communicate what the game is doing new very well, mm -hmm. um, or, two, that they feel that um, featuring a female soldier prominently is historically uh, inaccurate. Yeah. Uh, but the game is doing a lot of other things. Um, let me see, look up. There's like a whole raft of new features, and they didn't actually. There, people aren't wrong. The trailer doesn't really communicate what the game is doing new all that much. Uh -huh. It it's very much like a Michael Bra uh, Michael Bay approach of just mm -hmm. like throw a ton action. of crazy yeah. action on there and just like explosions for days and let's jump through the windows and let's throw a grenade and let's shoot it out of the sky and shoot down a plane with it. And it's, you know, it's very extra. Very. Um, but let's see, um, I had this written down somewhere, but but I'll just grab it again. Um, so come some of the new features they're doing, um, they've got a co-op mode. Uh, that's like basically like four like four player co-op. Um, they are doing the vignettes again. They did for Battlefield One, so that's how they're which doing really the campaign, like which is I like, really the, like that. sort of like a bunch of short stories in, mm -hmm. in, a, in an anthology across the different theaters. Mm -hmm. cool. so it's some not, people it's like it, like, some people don't. What I liked about it was it wasn't another story about how one person you know, wins an entire war. Mm -hmm. You know, like as fun as those stories are, they were in Battlefield One anyway. They I think they were going for accuracy when it came to. Um, like the stories that were told, or at least 
a close enough approximation of like real stories that happen. So being able to play as uh, I think it was like five different characters and five different short stories. I really enjoyed that approach to single player. Well, they're gonna love this because they're doing it again. Not surprised. Um, they're also doing. Uh, they're changing some of the the roles uh, now. If for multiplayer, uh, only certain classes will be able to build um, offensive defenses. Otherwise, oh, like okay. you can build up defenses, like you know, sandbags, that mm. kind of thing. But you're not going to be able to build up, you know, like gun turrets. Gotcha. Can yeah, I no, I'm just thinking portal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or I was picking Torbjorn. Um, so, <laughs> man, can I be honest? Like, Battlefield just doesn't do it for me. Like, really? And I've been a fan of first-person shooters for a long time. Like, all, like old school Counter-Strike, and then I played a bunch of Halo. Then I got into COD, and then like. I don't. Nick's tried to get me to play Battlefield with him, and I would like. I bought it. And I convinced had, like, you to buy Battlefield Three, and then we literally never played. We had, it. No, we had one night of wacky fun uh, when we were we trying were just, to. Yeah. We were, we were trying to blow up motorcycles and get them to fly on top of like ceilings and shit. I don't mm-hmm. know. Anyway, I don't know. It just doesn't do it. Like I like COD. I like that run and gun. You know, like if I'm gonna pick between those two, like I like. I don't know. I don't you, know what it's about. Do you like the pace? I like the gunplay in COD more, and I like the. Well, the pacing, I wasn't a big fan of, like, Infinite Warfare and they're like, and, like, we've got crazy shit flying. Like, you've got your jetpack bouncing around. I didn't like that. I liked the more, like, you're on the ground and, like... you like, I mean, boots on the ground. Different feel, strokes, different folks. I think what it is in COD, you know, I feel like teamwork is very important and having teamwork, you know, will make you win a game. But at the end of the day, like, I can still, I feel like I can control a lot more of my own destiny in COD, whereas Battlefield is, like, this whole crazy mess that's going on and, like... I can't be as influential to the team's success. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. But see, for me, I'm coming from a totally different side of things. Where uh, I've said before, I'm a huge fan of open world sandbox games, and that's why I like Battlefield so much. It's an FPS that has so many of those elements. It's got mm-hmm. uh, all the destruction, really large um, uh, maps. You got vehicles and stuff. I just like shenanigans in my Battlefield <laughs> games. One of my favorite things, and this, this is the thing I like the least about Battlefield 1, is I couldn't put sticky dynamite on a vehicle, floor it towards some enemy tank, bail out, and then as it careens toward the tank, hit the detonator, <laughs> yeah. and then blow up the tank in one fell swoop. I love doing that. And I couldn't do that in Battlefield 1 because the dynamite wasn't sticky. But anyway, World War II, I think Stupid non-sticky <laughs> yeah, dynamite. <laughs> well, now we've got the real technology. Uh-huh, yeah. Women. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, changing a couple of other things. Uh, health now regenerates only up to a certain point instead of regenerating all the way. Oh, okay. Makes medics so, so more yeah, useful, so that's I gonna think. be that's gonna be a change. It will make um, medics more useful. You can um, you can drag down to teammates. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, so you can. You control that way, Nick. You can drag oh. them towards. The <laughs> drag oh, boy. If I see, if Out I of see cover a jeep coming, leave them. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> It'll be nice. So you, like, you know, theoretically, if you're not shenanigans, then you can drag him behind cover and then heal him up. Oh, I'm always shenanigans. No, yeah, he'll definitely. He'll just be like, I, I don't know. Okay, so no, no. <laughs> I go for the personal victories. Not. I don't care what it says at the end. I know when I won. <laughs> that's yes. Well, that's important. Um, they're doing more specialization. Gosh, where is there is a big old long list. Oh, I know where it is. Hold on. Oh, uh, a couple major points. Yes, they're doing away with the premium pass. Um, as oh, really? season, mm-hmm. so basically kinda... all expansion passes are going to be released for free. They've promised no pay to win because remember this is the same studio that developed Battlefront 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there is going to be understandably a lot of concern from people that they would just repeat the mistakes of Battlefront 2. And this one, they're promising no pay to win. 
Uh, they're saying no premium pass, so all expansion packs will be free. They want to keep the player base together. What they have Which not spoken about is what they're doing instead. So yeah, you could almost count. You could almost definitely count on microtransactions of some kind. Yep. Cosmetic, to what degree is always kind of a question then, because especially in a game like this, like can you buy different camouflage? Is that going to give you like yes, that's only cosmetic, but is that also an in-game benefit? So then there's balancing yeah, the, well, on the, that front as well. The the worst. Uh, examples of those types of things is when you get a cosmetic that happens to have like a scope on it that's better than a different scope. You know what like I mean? Sea like Sea of Thieves. Well, you, yeah, yeah, but those iron sights are like they really don't help you that much on the pistols. Sure, that much. But I have one, <laughs> and, I, and I don't, and I can't get it ever. It's okay. I like, dude, I don't even use the pistol anymore. Yeah. Anyway. So um, they're not doing loot boxes. I did see that. They're not. They're not yeah, they're not going to do loot boxes. Um, they are going to have a toolkit so you can build the fortifications like foxhole sandbags, that kind of thing. Um, I'm, in fact, I might have been incorrect about certain classes only being able to build offensive, defensive things. I'll mm -hmm. have to look that up, like look that up in more detail. Um, they're bringing operations back. They're called grand operations. They take place over like four days, mm -hmm. um, and they're adding some more uh, terrain uh, deformation, like. Uh, Specific like high caliber bullets can go through walls. Sweet. Oh, so cool. that'll be interesting. I always appreciate when games have that. I can't um, wait for the uh, terrain deformation to get to a point where I can just pick a class that has a shovel and I can tunnel my way around. <laughs> I would love that. It's Team Mole Squad. <laughs> and they just dig their way and they think they put some team, charges on. They're about like to win the and then <laughs> <laughs> you just dig through the ground. It's like the end of Incredibles. Like <laughs> the underminer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, their physics have some effect, like a shockwave from a blast can push you back, oh, okay. uh, that kind of thing. So there's a lot of cool s stuff in here that uh, I think is getting lost. One, because it wasn't very well communicated in the trailer, and two, because people are locking in on the um, are women good or bad to have in a World War II game. Just stupid. Yeah. Um, but Sometimes. it's, you know, that's what I mean about it being potentially the Infinite Warfare is people will get, like they'll hone in on the on like this one thing, yeah, yeah. Um, and the things that are done right or done well or that are improved will get lost in the discussion. In the controversy. Yeah. yeah. All I know is this is the point of a Battlefield games reveal where everything sounds awesome, and then so if I'm people are just already waiting. angry, then what direction do <laughs> yeah. we go? Sure, sure. I mean everything that they're showing sounds great to me as a uh, a fan of Battlefield, but I'm just kind of waiting for the part where they introduce the catch or when players discover what the catch is. Like, wh what's the, the shady thing EA's done this time? Right, like the, like, no pay to win, great, no loot boxes, great, no premium pass, great. I can't trust what's them. The catch? I can't trust them at this point. Yeah, they're, they're, look, no, they've got to be doing something. They've made uh, they've made enough missteps that they have earned the distrust, I think. Mm -hmm. And even if this game comes out and everything is done right, that's also not enough. It would take several years and several games, I think, to make it not a not just like back of the mind doubt of like what are they doing, mm -hmm. what what are they putting to get in all that game? trust back. Yeah. Well, they'll never they're never gonna get like. EA has perpetually had that 
like association. Like, they have, but here's people still buy oh, and course. play the games, and they make a ton of money. So EA yeah. doesn't exactly have a ton of reason to change. To change, yeah, that's true. One of no, my I mean, they, their hit, their stock took a hit when uh, after the Battlefront Two thing, mm -hmm. and then recovered and went on to record highs. So they uh, in December, the uh, the month after. Battlefront 2 came out. It was the top selling. I want to say it was the top selling game. It sold a truckload of copies. That's great, anyway, yeah. and so I don't know that they felt overly affected by the units. I'm sure they lost sales, mm -hmm. but it's hard to quantify mm -hmm. what sales you would have got that you then didn't. That's all. That's always estimation. But yeah. they still made a ton of money and. They're in a great place financially, and do they have incentive to no, of course change not. their approach? They you know they can just keep making money. Uh, I, I, you remember way back in the day when they were like buying up all those studios and closing them down, or like taking their properties? Um, mm, what do you mean back in the like, day? Sorry. They're still doing it. <laughs> it's true, they are still doing it. But like when it was like I don't remember what year it was, but it was like there was like they had a ton going. Whether they had uh, they had they had for me the big one was Westwood. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also had like Bullfrog and oh god, the yeah, number yeah, of I, that, that did they buy this that name in forever. So and no, what I'm saying, so you remember Game Informer would do their like April Fool's down. show episode uh, issue where it was Game and Farcer. Do you remember that? Game and Farcer distracted. Yeah, so the Game Informer would release uh, like April Fool's issue that was yeah. Game and Farcer, and there's a whole bunch of fake stories. But uh, one of my favorite ones ever was uh, it was EA buys Moon puts logo on Surface. Um, and so they had Photoshop this moon with the A's logo. Great. And that's what okay. I always think of when we're talking about Maxis, yeah. Mythic, Bullfrog, Origin, Westwood, DreamWorks, Phenomic, uh, Black Box, Pandemic, Playfish, New FX. Yeah. Maxis is the one that hurts me. Like, they're still around. No, they're not. No, no they're not. They, they, like, properly killed Maxis. That's right, man. And Visceral. Yep. So, man. there's that. Remember, they are still monsters. <laughs> Right. Business. But everyone will still give them lots of money. Yep. And they, they do put out some good experiences. I was pretty happy with the way they published A Way Out. Mm. You know, and that was, um, I mean, it's an indie game, uh, and it's the it's the one where you and someone else are basically split-screen It's the prison break thing. Prison, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Prison break. Yeah, yeah. Um, Unravel and as well. They did do that as well. Mm -hmm. They did publish that. Unravel and was decent. The interesting thing about A Way Out was that the developer wanted to make it so that only one of you has to own the game. So even if you're mm. playing online, the other person downloads basically the demo. Right. Um, and then they get an invite in and they can play, play. with you. Yeah. And that's a very non-EA move, but they, they hands off. Oh, that's great. That's and awesome. just they, they, they published, they helped put it out, and uh, didn't touch it. So. There's that. At least you got something. They're not all bad. Not all. Just mostly. Bad. Just <laughs> That's a new one. EA, we're not all bad. All right, final thing I want to talk about today is mm -hmm. Detroit Become Human. Again, coming out tomorrow or today yeah. for people who are actually uh, check getting this episode on Friday. It came out yesterday if you're watching the episode on Saturday and so on down the line. <laughs> but it's definitely coming out. So, Detroit Become Human is the new game from Quantic Dream. It's David Cage's new game. You mm -hmm. know, the guy that did the movie with the girl from 
whatever. Um, <laughs> Ellen Page? Is yes, that Ellen Page. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I was blanking on the name, and I was just thinking of the movie where she was pregnant. Oh, oh you know. But I was, yep. that was going to lead all the way through, because I couldn't remember the name of that either, to the kid who was awkward in Arrested Development. And that's Mike, where I was going to end Sarah. it. Sarah, there yeah. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim, as he's better known. Got it, yeah. Um, so this is a new game. It's about androids, basically. It's uh, David Cage's exploration of humanity in an age of androids. Okay. Uh, and you, it's sort of three different stories. Mm -hmm. uh, you take on the role of these three different androids. There's um, Kara, who is uh, like a housekeeping android who has just been uh, repaired and reset um, and is in a household with a um, single father and daughter. Um, and he is kind of, he's, you know, a substance abuser and uh, not in a great place. That's not good. Um, there's uh, Marcus, who is a caretaker for uh, this old artist who really thinks of him in a, like, kind of as a son. And then there is uh, Connor, who's a police investigative android. And um, there's Robin Williams as, on his quest to become more human. What's wrong with you? Bicentennial Man reference. Come on. What's wrong with you? Uh, and so the, it's basically you switch between these three stories. You go through one like a scene at a time, and then you'll switch to another story and go through a scene at a time. Mm -hmm. and, so they'll um, all like thematically line up, I'm sure. Yeah, you know, and you lead to it leads on to, um, you know, the androids questioning whether or not they're supposed to be slaves. This and seems they kill really everyone. sad. Like it's so like I'm just watching this part. Oh like, yeah, oh so God. this this this. Trailer gets really dark, just so you know. And yeah, all this stuff in the trailer is it, pretty nice, actually. It all takes place very early on, so you don't, you're uh -huh. not worried about end spoilers game spoilers in the trailer. It does a good job of keeping it to the early stuff. And uh, so far, I'm really enjoying it. I think it's the kind of game that you either like this kind of game or you don't. If you like the life is strange type games where mm -hmm. it involves a lot of walking around, talking to people and making choices and they're you sort of branching paths in the narrative happen that way, then you're gonna like it. It's fun. Uh, you get to the end of each scene and it also shows you, uh, it shows you all the paths. Okay, so, so you don't have to start the game over? And play through uh, any path? Uh, no, you do, but it'll show you like what the paths are. Oh, okay, okay. So um, you go through, and it'll be like you. There's something that you didn't find, and so this branch was locked off. You don't. It doesn't okay. tell you what okay. it was you didn't find, but there was like something at this stage. Gotcha. Uh, and so you can that see, as you go through, you can see what your path looked like, and you can also see what other people chose. Right now, it's like sort of weird because the I'm playing it pre-release, and so the stats are a little bit off. Uh -huh, sure. uh, but once it comes out, you'll be able to see sort of the global stats, like what choices everyone made. And that's kind of cool. This is like a big social experiment, so that then he can track like how many people are more inclined to choose the one that like, more people chose. Like, who's more? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and it's fun. You go through the the very first scenario is one that featured very heavily in the trailer. In fact, this is the one that the British parents got all up in arms about, where they're like, it features child abuse, mm -hmm. where, uh, you know, because there's a dude on a roof, like, holding a gun to a kid's head. And dark. It, it's dark, yes. yes it it like, opens in a dark place. Uh, and straight up killed his daughter in the trailer. Will. <laughs> or or maybe knocked her out. Or, or maybe she's just gone and, like, catatonic. But a lot of the things that happen in, in the game, too, is, like, how 
like what are your choices or can mm -hmm. you prevent this and so on. So the, the very first scenario is you being the uh, police android, you turn up to a scene where there's this hostage situation, this dude's taking this little girl hostage, uh, killed the father of the family and they're dragging the mother out. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, what are you gonna yeah. do? So you, you can go around, you have a certain percentage uh, like a chance for success in this particular scenario and mm -hmm. you can investigate, try and get clues, figure out what's going on, what's the motive, what do they want, and try and raise your chances of success and then based on what you do or don't find, it'll unlock different options for your dialogue with this, um, with this android who's gone kind of deranged. Okay. See, that okay. sounds... I'm down for that. I can tell you right now, like, and this is weird because I never get, like, I'm always down to play, like, any type of game. That whole scene with, like, the father abusing his daughter thing, nope. It's very confronting. Nope, not it's, for me. It's not, hard. Not me. That was tough. Yeah, uh, like, to, to just, like, to mm -mm. see it and be like, what can I do? But then also be like, I'm an android. I don't have a lot of choices. Yeah, like, oh, uh, fuck no. You know, like, but, it's, uh, the, but the way a lot of those scenarios are put together as well to, they kind of drive home that, like the freedom of choice versus yeah. not having options. Mm -hmm. um, like there are certain places you're like, I can't go to this place because I wasn't told to. Yeah. Hm. And so it, I feel like the narrative plays pretty well with the choice choices the game makes. Also, I gotta say, this game is gorgeous. Yeah. This yeah, game is pretty. absolutely beautiful. Is it really noir looking, like really dark most of the time? Or? Uh, not necessarily. No, I mean the. You see some of the stuff. That's about what I've seen of it. Uh, what you I haven't watched a lot. You see some of it at night. Mm -hmm. So uh, the so a couple of the scenarios with the police officer in particular happen at night. So a lot of that is a little bit darker. Mm -hmm. But the there's a lot of light in the other scenarios. The one with the uh, Marcus, the uh, the artist's assistant, is uh, like full of light, and it's much more. I found. Um, you know, like upbeat and optimistic as opposed to, hey, during zombies or hey, family abuse. Mm -hmm. And yeah. But it does explore like what humans do mm -hmm. in a world where androids took all the jobs. Okay. Um, and Or like all the menial labor uh, yeah. and sort of like what, how the role of humans changes yeah. uh, and how people behave when they have a slave who can't who can't fight who back. can't won't fight back and you know has no desire to do so. Okay. So it's you know it's a cool philosophical exploration if you like that kind of game. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it starts off pretty grounded and then it does start to get more fantastical as you go on. I'm not crazy far in. It's also not a long game. You're okay. talking like I mean seven when, ten hours, but yeah. I feel like it's meant for replaying because mm -hmm. I already want to go back through some of the scenarios and be like, I didn't find a thing. What didn't I find? There are five different endings for the very first scenario. Oh man! Wow. And okay. I, you know, I I can see how I got to my one, but there are these other ones that had I only found some other thing, I could have gone in a completely different direction. There's your and completionist that cool. thing kicking in. It is. I know. <laughs> it, is. it is. This is gonna be real. This could be a problem. It's not. I don't think. It's, I'm not. I don't think it's gonna be platinum, but I'm also really can like, I'm a little bit anxious because um, all of the trophies are secret trophies. All of them? Oh, really? So They're all know. secret so you, trophies. Well, at least that way you can't spoil anything by looking right, at them. Right, which is good. On the other hand, I you don't know what no to do hit? to platinum yeah. it, but uh, you know what? It's fine. I'll be able to look it up on the internet. So there is that. There you go. But I mean, so what did you, what do you think of this game as being like? You forgot it was coming out. 
I completely forgot. I remember them showing it at E3 that one year, but that was also the year when I was more focused on, hey, that God of War game looks cool. Crash Bandicoot's coming back? I can finally get to play those games. So stuff like that. And, uh, and then, of course, Spider-Man. Um, there was just almost everything else they announced that year was much more in line with my tastes, at least from what I could tell. So for me, Under the Radar, under the radar uh, Detroit Become Human kind of flew under the radar for me. It snuck up on me. But everything you're saying, it, it sounds really interesting, actually. I, uh, I still have quite a back catalog of games, but if, um, especially if it's not like a colossal time investment like some of these you know, big open world games that I'm into are, um, that honestly kind of makes me even more interested in picking it up later down the line mm -hmm. if, I, if I can uh, play through it in a weekend or something like that. Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah. I feel like this is, um, you know, depending on how long your gaming sessions are, maybe uh -huh. like a three-session game. Sure. I think it's really unique, a really interesting take, and like the gameplay experience where you're going to be limited by being an Android is really, really cool. Um, like, I, I, I mean, the studio makes great games, you know, so like, it's definitely going to be an experience, you know, mm -hmm. like this really cool experience, but for me, I'm not going to do it. Like, seriously, I can't tell you, like, that, uh, I have a daughter, and like, no. seeing that, and it's like, fuck no, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I would, like, I would be like, Android, kill him. Like, you know, like, uh, I'm pretty sure you can. Oh, really? That, that might be oh, an we'll option see. available right. to oh, you. Look, you. I'm just, I'm just saying, there's different ways to solve different <laughs> problems. Okay. And there are cases, in the police Android is, uh, is investigating them of androids who fought back. Okay. So, just saying, there are that. options. Uh, but it is not the kind of gameplay that'll work for everyone. Mm -hmm. It's to some degree almost, visual novel is not the right word for it, because it's obviously not a novel, but it is sort yeah. of an interactive story. That's what these games are. With these branching mm -hmm. paths, yeah. So if you you're not into this kind of game, you're gonna have a bad time. Mm -hmm. No amount of how gorgeous it is is gonna save it for you. Uh, you know, if you wanna, you're like, I need free agency to be able to go wherever and do whatever I want, you're not gonna get it. You are sort of on a, on, well, you're on a branching path. It's yeah. a choose your own adventure. It's, yes, it's a choose your own adventure. They don't, exactly. I, the thing you should say is like, the studio doesn't really make games, they make experiences. Yes. And that's what you're gonna get. <laughs> well said, Chad. All right. All right, so I think that that about does it. I'm very curious to hear from other people who are playing Detroit, uh, what you think of it. Uh, I know, I think reviews are hitting this morning, probably. Again, we, we're filming this on a Thursday morning. Uh, and so we'll see what everyone else has to say about it as well. But very curious to see if people are planning on playing it. You know, we just had mm -hmm. a God of War launch last month. There's also a PlayStation 4 exclusive. Uh, this month we've got Detroit. So uh, for their, you know, for their exclusives, it's pretty close together. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure a lot of people are still playing through God of War, yeah. maybe waiting on this one, or maybe giving a skip, because they're also very different kinds of games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they very. won't all necessarily <laughs> appeal to the same people. So, curious to know uh, what you think and what your interest levels are, uh, as well as for all the news, if, like, I would love to know what more people think about Battlefield Five. Yeah. It's always tough initially, because a lot of the angriest people will be very, very, very loud, and oh, it's yeah. hard to tell what the average consensus mm -hmm. is. Yeah, who doesn't feel the need to like really rage about it. Right. Um, so, you know, curious to know what everyone's thoughts are on the Battlefield 5 reveal and if the, you know, if you feel like the trailer or the, the female soldier ruined it for you or if uh, you're all in or also one other thing is people um, that I should note about that is people feel like the era wasn't authentic, like they were going kind of steampunky. 
-hmm. they weren't being authentic to the time period. So that is yeah. another reason that I think people were a little bit like out of sorts about it all. I don't yeah. remember them taking a very, you know, we're going for authenticity sort of stance. Um, the develop one of the developers has actually said on Twitter, we will always choose fun over authenticity. Mm -hmm. Right. And you know, that works you're very well game. with some players and it doesn't work well with other right. players. Because sure. you're, not, you're not getting a history novel. That's not what you're buying. Like, they're not making that for you. They're not telling you that they're making that for you. So like, don't get mad when it's not that. <laughs> That's my opinion on it personally. Fair. Also want to know what games you want on a Nintendo 64 Classic. Are we, yeah. you know, if we were to get one, that would be great. All right, so yes, let us know everything that you think. Uh, after this, we will have our first exclusive post show exclusively on the website for Rooster Teeth First members. If you're not a Rooster Teeth First member, you can sign up for a free trial. It's 30 mm -hmm. days, you get access to all the First content. So we've got a couple of uh, series that are exclusive to First. Uh, we do uh, some additional podcasting for First members. Uh, we have a couple of new pilots for shows this month, so that's definitely worth checking out. Get to work uh, stuff and then, early, live, and discounts on merch? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> merch discounts. It's a good deal. We don't have any no shirts, but... We'll work on that. <laughs> you can even screw attack shirts. How about that? Yeah, there you go. Yeah? You can do that. Yeah? Yeah? You should. All right. And maybe if they, enough of them sign up, you can get a no t-shirt. <gasps> maybe. Or maybe a no pen. I mean, yes, a space pen. Or a no pin. <laughs> maybe that. All right, regardless, we'll be back next week with more Glitch Please.